Buchpreisbindung. Ever heard that word? That beautiful word describes a German speciality when it comes to the pricing of books that you really need to know about when you publish in Germany. Hi, we are Andrea and Freie and we are on our way to become international best-selling authors. And we are here to take you along for the ride. So, Freie, what's the German Buchpreisbindung? <laughs> we, we, we promised you that you will learn a new word in each episode and this is yours for today. It's, it's very beautiful. Um, and it's one of those, you, you ever heard that Germans create new words by basically combining certain words? Where Buchpreisbindung is a master example of that because it combines three words in German. So you have Buch, which means book, Preis, which means prize, and Bindung, which means setting or binding. Um, or connecting. And, yeah, well, it, it basically means that uh, a certain price of your book is supposed to be binding and not to be changed. That's basically what the word implies. And um, yeah, it's, isn't it beautiful? So, <laughs> And of course, because we are German, uh, Germans, there's a law for that. And since I have an expert on law here, just explain, What? please. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there's actually, you will learn another word now, um, the Buchpreisbindungsgesetz. And as you have heard, so the, 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 you have the Buchpreisbindung and you have another word just added onto that to create a new word. And Gesetz means <laughs> so law. Four words in that word, right? Yeah, this is basically what my life is all about as a lawyer. <laughs> I deal with stuff like this all the time. It's great. Um, <laughs> So the thing is, so you have this this law that basically um, uh, requires booksellers to sell books at a price that has been prior uh, or set prior by a publisher. So they get if if you're a bookseller, for instance, you have a local bookstore and you order books, you order them to a certain price, and you are not allowed as a bookseller to put your own price on the book, but you have to use the price that the publisher has previously set. This is basically what the Buchpreisbindung is all about. Um, And this is true for the first 18 months of the book's life. After that, you can uh, adjust the price, but you have to adjust it over all places. So it's not that like one bookstore can can, can, can reduce the price and the other doesn't. When you, you, uh, when you reduce the price, it has to be reduced in every bookstore and everywhere the book is sold. And this is actually something that has a bit of a history. Um, so Andrea and I just learned that this uh, law was very f introduced for the very first time in 1888. So it's 150 years old, approximately. And um, so it was last revised in 2002 and last updated in 2016. So it's a it's a very old law that is still alive and is getting updates and uh, is still in place today, um, which is... Like I said, a German specialty. Books have a special history in German, as you might know, and uh, this law is actually part of that history. So um, German book history, right. Uh, which means in, in the year 1888, there were only print books, no e-books, no audiobooks, no uh, whatever interactive books or stuff, whatever books there are on the market, PDFs. <laughs> <laughs> only print books. And what was the reason for the law? I think the goal of the law ultimately was to um, to reduce competition between booksellers so that all the booksellers actually had, you know, a fair shot at competition and to 
to to to protect the diversity in the German book market. So publishers or booksellers weren't, you know, supposed to outdo each other by setting the prices low. And I think it was it was something about quality insurance, keeping the diversity alive and to actually secure the existence of bookstores. But because I think in the 1888, um, there was you know, as you know, lots of, you know, political debate and stuff. And I think the the role of books and booksellers and bookstores was regarded very highly. And they were supposed to be protected of the uh, turbulences that can occur in a free market. Yes. And, and I think one of the main reasons was that uh, people choose the bookstore they buy their books from um, because of the quality of the service and, uh, yeah, and not because of the price, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. So it's basically, it's one of those instances where you basically regulate a otherwise free market to ensure quality and diversity and and to give most the most people ex- possible access to good quality books. I think this is basically what the Buchpreisbindungsgesetz is all about and, and kind of still is, I guess. Okay, th- but, but, but to give the most access to people would mean uh, the the lower the price and the more people could read the book, right? So I think not in the, but not in the 19th century. There you had to make sure that you had surviving bookstores. And mm-hmm. um, I, okay, think this, yeah, that's true. I, th- I think this was the point to have, you know, a great coverage of area with local bookstores so people could actually go there and buy books. Like pharmacies. Yeah. Okay, that's really interesting. And of course, um, they wanted to uh, uh, publishers and, and authors to to gain their their part from their books, for that they could go on writing and publishing, and 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 thus, uh, yeah, have the diversity going on, going on, move on, whatever. Have the diversity L- live, on. Persist? live on, persist, live on, live on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was sick the last few days, so please. Please, please excuse. Of course. So, and the thing is, um, what the Buchpreisbindungsgesetz basically establishes, um, if you as a bookseller, for instance, like a book, local bookstore or something, um, are violating the Buchpreisbindung by, for instance, selling a book cheaper than the price that has been previously set by the publishing house or the, the self-publisher, for instance, uh, you actually can face fines and legal action. So there's actually law enforcement in place that makes sure that bookstores are keeping to the set price and not go any lower. Is it a Straftat or a Ordnungswidrigkeit? It's an Ordnungswidrigkeit. It's, it's not, you don't, you, you can go to jail for that, but you can face legal consequences and fines and stuff. And you really don't want to do that. So, so Andrea, what does that, and what does that, I think it's, <laughs> and I think it, I can, uh, uh, do you know the English word for the <laughs> Wettbewerbsgesetz? Uh, <laughs> com- competition law? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Uh, Actually, th- this is also a really funny word, UWG, Unlauteres Wettbewerbsgesetz, mm-hmm. um, which means basically unlawful competition law. <laughs> unlawful, yeah, but it's kind of mean unlawful competition, right? Because it's like you uh, you violate a law 
and by this you gain uh, you gain you have a benefit over a competitor so why is this important for you <laughs> it is because when you publish a book in germany you have to stick to this to this law you have to uh, you have to know that you cannot change the price within the first 18 months of its life of the book exactly life. ever since you publish and the thing about this is this law actually applies well to print books because for them it's been or originally made and um actually in in theory also to ebooks something to really consider but there is a specialty there's 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 a criteria the books have to fulfill and this is they have to have an ISBN we talked about ISBNs in the former episode and one of the former episodes because we split the former episode into threes uh, um, so the ISBN is the identical number of the book and when the book has an ISBN and is put into the VLB remember that word <laughs> <laughs> oh god I, but I don't remember the translation that we found um, me neither. Yeah, I'm not looking that up again. No, <laughs> <laughs> just listen to the last episode. Uh, it's not that important. But only when the book is in there, you have to stick to the Buchpreisbindung. Meaning, Freya? It means if you, for instance, publish your ebooks with KDP, like we recommended in our episode about ebook distribution, um, your ebooks doesn't receive an ISBN. So that means it's not listed in the VLB, which doesn't really, which doesn't do the ebook any harm, and um, you are not bound to the Buchpreisbindungsgesetz. So you are actually free. You can set up the price as you want. You can make a deal out of it. You can, you know, start with ninety nine cents and and then put the price up or something. So you are just as free as you were otherwise. Um, If so you are with e in your country, probably. <laughs> so th I think this is also a huge pro that you should consider when you publish fiction and you all are already considering KDP. Um, this is an advantage, actually, so that your ebook is basically free when it comes to the pricing. So um, if it's if it's getting an ISBN, if it, and if it's listed in the VLB, you really need to consider that you have to stick to the Buchpreisbindung. So it's, this is something to keep in mind and why it is so important for us to tell you when you consider publishing in Germany. Yes, and since we recommended put, giving your print books an ISBN and put, putting them into the VLB, which the, the distributors do, uh, this in almost every of your cases will apply to, to, to your print books you, you sell in Germany. But there are three other uh, book types Mm -hmm. um, where you can uh, escape the law. <laughs> escape the law. No, it's a loophole, isn't that? <laughs> so um, the very first book type that is not subjected to the law is, and this is really important, is audiobook. Is audiobooks. So audiobooks are not bound by the book or, or are not subjected to the Buchpreisbindungsgesetz um, because they are not just books, you know, they are not just the printed or written word. They have also another element to it. So they are considered um, products of sound, I guess you can translate it loosely because they have the speaker element to this. So there's another um, 
another type of work that is you know being combined in there you not don't just have the book you also have the sound element to this and which is the reason why are they are not um why the Buchpreisbindungsgesetz is not applicable to audiobooks so when it comes to if you, if you publish an audiobook to your to your book in germany you are free to set up any price that you want and to change the price whenever you want and to set up different prices for different retailers exactly And, and then there are two types of print books where you can uh, escape <laughs> <laughs> the Buchpreisbindung, which probably will not apply to you because um, this normally requires a, uh, a storage. And these are secondhand books. So when you uh, sell your book, uh, somebody gave back your book to you, why ever, <laughs> and you just uh, sell it again. And Mengel Exemplare, which is another nice German word. And these are... <laughs> books that have kind of a damage. Sometimes um, I heard from different people around different corners that some publishing houses um, intentionally uh, damage their books. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. Because they have that, that the print run they mm. did, uh, they have too much book left, the storages are full, so they, they, they take a scratcher or they, they, they put scratches into the books um, and now they cannot be sold as new, but they can be sold as damaged books. And for damaged books, um, the Buchpreisbindung does not apply. So they can give them to the bookstores and say, hey, this book normally costs uh, 10 bucks, but you can sell it for three bucks. That doesn't and sound fair. So they get rid of um, the leftovers. Great. Party. <laughs> Well, okay, but this is something you would never do, by the way. No. <laughs> something no. I as I cannot recommend. And uh, yeah, so but but the main takeaway is it's, it's applying to your print book. So if you are publishing print books in Germany, this is something you need to consider. Um, you always have something that occurs very regularly. Oh, I'm always struggling with that word. Um, <laughs> regularly. You always have this kind of political debate whether the, 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 the law is still, you know, modern enough, if it's really applying to the modern re reading world, especially when you consider that the ebooks are gaining more and more importance when it comes to the share of the book market. But um, I think as of today... There is still a lot of support for the Buchpreisbindungsgesetz, so people are not really, so it's not very likely that this law is ever going to go away in the next few years. And um, because I think local bookstores are very much pushing for it to remain in place. So um, this is why it's really important for us to, to, to tell you about this, because it's something that is not going to go away any anytime soon and um, something you really need to consider when it comes especially to your print books. But you can set different prices for uh, different markets. Like you can set a different price for the German market and the Austrian market. So you can have different euro prices in, in different uh, countries, right? Yeah, this, I think so. This is only true for... for so, so when you publish your German book in one of the three German-speaking countries we have here, are there more? <laughs> Did I forget? I, I think German is also an official language in Belgium, but I might be wrong. And Luxembourg. Luxembourg. Mm. Okay, let me rephrase that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if you 
if you publish your book in different German-speaking countries like Austria or Switzerland, uh, you don't have to set the same price there. They have yes. different different laws considering Buchpreisbindungen. <laughs> I really hope you heard that word often enough in that episode to 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 have it on your mind forever. Now, please write it down ten times each day. Morning and the evening. Thi <laughs> the thing is also about the, this word is that it contains like everything that is hard about the German language, like the book and about the German book book market. <laughs> <laughs> everything. So so basically, this is like the most German word ever. <laughs> Buchpreisbindung. Well, there's not an there's Buchpreisbindung. Yeah. No, there 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 are more uh, things to the German language. I think it's not in there. Maybe but, with but, Gesetz. Buchpreisbindungsgesetz. But there's a lot in there. So so basically... Yeah, a lot, but not all. Yeah, I'm not saying We're all, way more difficult than, <laughs> than one word could ever tell. But it's, it's got everything. Like like this, it, like you mentioned, like this need of us Germans to regulate everything. To, yes, to have, okay. an, have a law oh, for yeah. everything. Mm -hmm. And very uh, old laws, by the way. Yeah. yeah. We stick to the past. Are we nostalgic sometimes? Yeah, I think that's actually the books Kaiser, Kaiser Zeit. The, 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 the Kaiser? Yes, it is. It's the Kaiser. Yes. In 1871, Kaiser. Germany. Kaiser, was... probably. What, what's the English word for Kaiser? Uh, well, oh, that's actually a German Emperor. Emperor. The Emperor. Well, but the Emperor is. Mm, I think that the, I think in English speaking countries, it's. I think they said the German Kaiser. I yes, think they probably. actually said that. <sighs> and that's and and that's still Bismarck's time as well because yes. he was there until 1890, right? I think he was responsible for putting it into place. Hmm, that's not a surprise. No. <laughs> <laughs> Now we're getting into history. Well, that's the next season. German yeah. history. Yeah. <laughs> really? Really? Oh gosh, I I gotta study. Um. So guys, I think before we digress too much, I think we're gonna. Leave it at that. And so we have learned a lot today, I guess, especially about Germans and their need to regulate everything and also their love for books. There's a lot of love for books in this law. So please consider this and be mild when judging us. <laughs> There is, yes. Because it puts books above all other products, exactly. I guess, in a way. Mm -hmm. They're special. They're not just like every just like cigarettes. other product. <laughs> Yeah, because um, yes, the, the, the price for cigarettes <laughs> are high as well, but that's for tax reasons. I don't smoke. Uh, no, and it's because cigarettes are dangerous. Books are special because they are good for you. <laughs> so there's this is totally different. Not so. a, not always, considering okay. history. But yep. <sighs> okay, okay. She she's folding her hands like she's praying. Oh, Andrea, stop it! <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. I wish you could see my face right now. Or no, I'm glad that you don't. No, um, no, no, no. I told her before. She looks like have you seen um uh, Gilmogut's no. A Year and a Half in the fourth episode in the autumn ep episode there's this uh, life and death brigade scene where uh, Rory's at the Stars Ho Hollow Gazette and this woman this old woman is holding the flashlight underneath her face and she's saying in omnia parates and Freya just looks like that. Yeah, and for a second there, I thought you were going to tell people that I look like Rory Gil Gilmore, like yes, you said does. before too. But <laughs> yes, she does exactly like Rory Gilmore, like Not exactly like, like, like Rory Gilmore in one of the first episodes, but without the chubby cheeks. 
Okay. No, okay. Chubby, really... the chubby childish cheeks. Okay. Okay. Um, guys. Thank you. Um, guys, we really <laughs> need to stop now. I'm, I'm getting red again. So, um... <laughs> Oh, we had that. Yeah, fine. we had that. We oh, had I was that complimenting already. you. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 uh, okay. Guys, it was a pleasure. Yes, I loved, and I love talking about this. I love that you learned a new German word. And it's Andrea, what are me. we going to talk about next time? Uh, we're going to talk about another nice German word. <laughs> I have a another nice German law, by the way. It's Titelschutz. Oh, beautiful, isn't it? <laughs> And there we have. No, we don't. No. no, that's that's not so so German the word. But yeah, but we get into that. So it's all about the title of your books and 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 the protection of the title and stuff. Sounds cool. So it's a protecting law, always the best. <laughs> and we have a lot of them. Yeah, we do. Yes, we do. But hey, it's getting do you protected? Yes, it's, it got her job. It got. Okay, that's it. We're just um, brabbling. By the way, it's Monday, the 6th of March. <laughs> and thank you for sticking with us through all our brabbling. And we will be and at the London Book Fair in like uh, 42 days. Next month. Oh, my God. How crazy is that? Oh, my God. 40, I can't wait. What did I say? What did I say? Just uh, I forgot. 42 days. That's like yeah. six weeks. It's exactly six weeks. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my god, I'm excited. Me too. Great. So, hope to see you there, guys. And see you soon. See you soon. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>